Welcome to the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Good evening, everyone, or good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're watching this. Mark Abrams joining us live um, in Nashville, Tennessee, where last night I broadcasted Country Box 5. Got the uh, got the hat on, got some T-shirts and good stuff. Country Box is a series in Nashville, Tennessee. It's growing and growing. Every show got great fights. Even had an upset in our main event uh, last night uh, as we taped this as uh, Rafael Carolina defeated uh, – Kevin Torian, previously undefeated Kevin Torian, Nashville native, but we'll get in that in a little bit. We'll start off by uh, going back a couple of days to Atlantic City, New Jersey. I happen to be ringside to see the IBF interim welterweight champion, Jerron Boots, go to 31 and 0 with 28 knockouts, and he scored a terrific. Uh, 10th round stoppage over number two ranked Royman Villa. Villa now 26 and 2, 24 knockouts. Took place at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City and was live on Showtime, headline Showtime Championship Boxing. Uh, and his uh, beat down Villa, a tough Villa. Villa took a lot of hard shots um, uh, throughout the fight, but he kept on coming. Actually, you know, hit at this for the first time, really, uh, in his career, and, you know, land some good shots of his own, but Ennis just proved to be too skilled, too strong, too fast, too everything, as he is, uh, I think he's definitely established himself as one of the best and most, uh, best up-and-coming young stars in the sport of boxing, and finally, in round 10, he, uh, just wilted, uh, uh, Villa, who was, you know, bleeding from his nose, I think he broke his nose, a, a barrage of punches, a chopping left and a right hook, dropped Bia at one t- and the fight was over at 127. So Ennis now, uh, you know, he, he's got some options. You know, the fights between Crawford and Spence, he, he's lurking. I mean, he's definitely lurking. I actually asked him in the post-fight press conference, which you'll be able to see on uh, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, will you be ringside on July 29th when Spence fight Crawford? Because his shadow is definitely lurking over those two. And he said, I will be there. So uh, Jerron Boots Ennis goes to 31-0. and Co-feature saw an upset middleweight Marquise Taylor, I guess, from last week, goes to 15-1-2 as he defeated previously undefeated Yoelvis Gomez. Gomez is now 6-1, 10 right now in this decision. Uh, Taylor was just a – he was very awkward and just landed punches, dropped – uh, Gelmez in round two and uh, came through with the victory. 96-93 on both cards, 99-90 for, for Mr. Marquise, marvelous Marquise Taylor. Uh, the opening bout on the Showtime triple idol saw Edwin De La Santos win a 10-round amateur decision over Joseph Adorno in a lightweight fight. Before the cameras got rolling, um, Good young heavyweight named Steven Torres, who's now 6 one one with six knockouts, stopped James Evans in a rematch of a draw. I had a chance to catch up with Steven Torres, and this is what it sounds like. Steven Torres, big knockout win over James Evans here in Atlantic City. Uh, 
First of all, how good does it feel to redeem yourself from the draw with Evans? It feels good. I went through a lot of things in the past year, a lot of things that stopped me and put me out the ring for a while, but I'm ready to get back, uh, take over the heavyweight division and make a name for myself again. Tell us, what you, saw, tell us what you saw in there. Well, I saw a lot of openings, but my plan was to pick him up with the jab, make him overcommit with the overhand right, and then attack, launch him the attack, and get him out of there. And I feel like I executed that very well. You mentioned, good fight. You mentioned you've been out of the ring 19 months, 239. You, you look, I mean, I haven't seen you look like that. I mean, is, is that where the, is that could be the new normal for Steven Torres and maybe mid to high 230s? Yes, sir. I actually, uh, I actually didn't work out and I didn't eat. I actually worked out and didn't eat breakfast way in the morning, so I waited 239. I came into the ring tonight about 254, 255. But um, yeah, this is the weight that I plan on keep fighting at, and uh, I feel good. I'm in shape. I could have went. Four rounds tonight and more, but um, like I said, we're gonna go back to the gym Monday. We got sparring next week, and uh, we're gonna keep working and getting better. Continue to improve. Steven Double XL Torres, remember the name. Uh, 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 obviously, not not a mark on you. Quick, quick night. Obviously, it's not gonna be 19 months again. How, how quickly we expect to get you back in there? Uh, we're trying to we're trying to get back into the ring uh, as soon as possible. Try to stay active uh, and keep the keep the ball rolling. Right now, I'm in shape. I'm ready, and uh, whatever's next, I'm ready for it. Congratulations. Very impressive performance. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. There you have it. Steven Torres, undefeated heavyweight uh, with the victory at the second round stoppage over James Evans this past Saturday night as part of the Jerron Ennis Raymond Villa undercard in Atlantic City. Another fighter who was lurking around, and I just happened to bump into him. And uh, you know, world ranked, the number two ranked 130 pound fighter in the world, Prince Albert Bell, is a fighter who was with top rank. Had some performances. I mean, they, they, they let him go. He wasn't in exactly the most exciting fights, but he just kept winning, and he, he keeps climbing up the rankings. And uh, he was uh, around. I got a chance to talk to him to see, uh, you know, he's ranked number two in the world. When, when are we going to see him in a big fight? He's been fighting off TV in Ohio. So uh, this is what it sounded like when I caught up with uh, Prince Albert Bell, one of the top ranked, uh, I believe number two, by the WBC at 130 pounds.
eventually every dog get his day. It's pretty much probably eventually rise to the top. So, you know, let's just see how it all plays out. But I'm in line next, and hopefully I get my just doing, get my title shot. You know, hopefully the same for the day. Did you get a little frustrating, though, that these guys don't want to fight you? Yeah, um, it, it did at first, but I'm kind of used to it now. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's been a while now. At first, I used to be furious about it, but, you know, I had to take the long route, uh, the intern, the NABOs and all that type of stuff, but now we're here, and I'm just happy, you know what I mean? I just hope y'all get my shot. You're fighting August 12th, obviously, usually four, five, six months after. You plan to take another fight, or are you just going to... No, I'm, I'm going to take, take another fight. I'm one of them guys that don't sit around and wait for nothing. I make my opportunities, and hopefully they even force me to force even more, put more pressure on the state, active, and, and I'm going to keep myself sharp, so when they do call, I'll be ready, and I won't have to get ready. There you have it, Prince Albert Bell, looking for a world title shot made by the end of 2023. Uh, Saturday night in San Antonio, Texas, Floyd Kid Austin Schofield with the 15-0. He scored a 10-round Evans decision over Haskell Rhodes, Rhodes 28-5-1. That took place at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. Schofield uh, scored two knockdowns in round seven and one in round eight. And uh, uh, Schofield fought through a, a bad cut under his left eye. It happened in round nine. Scores were 100 to 87 on all three cards. Uh, Schofield and Rhodes was moved uh, to, to the uh, was moved to the main event on on the, the zone card after uh, some. Uh, uh, news came down Thursday. Some bad news. Virgil Ortiz uh, had to uh, withdraw, or I mean, depending who you talk about, he said uh, his team says that they didn't pull out. They were, you know, forced out by the doctor as he had to uh, not face Imantis Stanionis that was in what was going to be a mouthwatering main event on Saturday night in San Antonio. Ortiz uh, uh, supposedly fainted. He was hospitalized or was. Uh, Rumors that he needed some mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation from his father. Obviously, Stan Jonas has been battling uh, a, uh, a a disease called uh, rhabdomyolysis. Uh, excuse me if I pronounced it wrong. So that happened twice for this fight. Stan Jonas had to pull out due to an emergency appendectomy. So this is the third time that this fight – I don't think this fight's going to happen. I think we're going to do the old baseball rules, three strikes and you're out. Because I, I think they said that, that what um, the uh, condition that Ortiz has may have to do it the way he's losing weight. So we may see Virgil Ortiz at 154 pounds, a loaded 154-pound division. He'll be, you know uh, – a nice welcome there to 154. We'd love to see Ortiz and maybe him and Ennis and, and some of the Crawfords and the Spences will we'll get it on at the 154-pound uh, division rather than some of the rumored fights at 147 pounds that uh, these guys that may uh, may have fought each other at. But the most important thing, we hope uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr. gets healthy. And, uh, you know, we'll figure out the boxing later. He gets healthy, and then once he's – good enough they figure out what's best for him uh, in terms of his boxing career and then we will uh, continue to track the career of the undefeated Virgil Ortiz Jr.
WBO uh, Friday in Mexico, WBO number three, super middleweight Diego Pacheco went to 19-0, not just 16th knockouts. Stop uh, Manuel Gallegos, 19-2-1 in round four of their fight in uh, Monterey, Mexico. It was a good fight. You know, both guys came in with big records, good punchers. Uh, Pacheco dropped uh, Gallegos with, with, a, with a, I believe it was a body shot, got up, and then uh, – he was all over uh, Gallegos. Stop, time to uh, stop was 2.45 for the 22-year-old uh, emerging prospect turned contender, Diego Pacheco. W On the same card, WBC, number one ranked super featherweight in the world, Eduardo Rocky Martinez with the 34-1 with 31 knockouts as he scored a third-round stoppage over Hector Garcia. Garcia was a, took the fight on about a week or maybe even a, less than a week's notice. Garcia now 20 wins, eight losses, four knockouts. Uh, Action-packed fight while it lasted. And then uh, round two, uh, Rock, uh, Martinez hurt uh, Garcia and finished him up with, a, with a, just a – Vicious combination in round three. Uh, the rough stopped the fight as you know simultaneously as Garcia was going down. Twenty-five seconds into round number three, so uh, Rocky Martinez looks like he should be getting a world title shot uh, at some point soon. A former world champion, number WBC number two ranked super bantamweight in the world, Luis Neri went to thirty five and one, scored his twenty seventh knockouts as he uh, stopped former world title challenger Froilan Saluder. Saluder now thirty three seven and one. Round two that took place in uh, Metapec, Mexico. Fight was uh, dropped. Uh, the fight was streamed live on ESPN Plus. Neri scored a knockdown in round three. Uh, dropped Saluder three knockdowns. It's me in round two, and the fight was called uh, then. So Luis Neri will most likely be getting another big opportunity. Uh, decent week uh, Saturday night. Alicia Baumgartner will take on Christina Lenarto. That will be for uh, Baumgartner's undisputed 130-pound world championships. Actually, a rematch of the only loss of from Alicia Baumgartner. Lenarto, though, defeated her in Kentucky a few years back. So Baumgartner is not only looking to defend her title, get into a major fight, get into Katie Taylor and maybe Amanda Serrano conversation for so some big fights there. But I think just as important to her is avenge her only defeat. So uh, we look for that. That will take place in Baumgartner's adopted hometown of Detroit, Michigan, and that will be live on the zone. Saturday night on Showtime, Frank Martin will take on Artan Hartunyanyan in a uh, lightweight fight. Uh, Martin now, he's going to try to stamp his uh, name into the middle of the lightweight division that, you know, we have Tank Davis and all those other, the Devin Haney's, the Shakur Stevenson's. Frank Martin says, what about me? So uh, Saturday night, he's going to, you know, say, what about me? And I expect him to uh, uh, defeat the undefeated uh, Ratu Yanyan. Also on the card, Nonito Donaire will take on Alexandro Santiago for the vacant uh, for a vacant bantamweight title fight. So uh, we will see the the ageless wonder Nonito Donaire look to again just keep adding to that first ballot Hall of Fame resume. And opening up the broadcast will be uh, 140 pounders Elvis Rodriguez taking on former world champion Victor Postol. That's a kind of a crossroads fight in the sense that uh, both guys need to win this fight. Postol probably needs it to 
you know, continue to get these uh, showtime type opportunities. Rodriguez, who has the one loss to Kenneth Sims, has to continue on the momentum he uh, has uh, reacquired since uh, rejoining or joining the premier boxing champions. Uh, the WBC, some news of the week, the WBC World Championship Committee, uh, the WBO World Championship Committee, I can't even read my own writing, has ordered uh, a, uh, a purse bid between Arnold Barbosa and ho- former world champion Jose Ramirez. The parties were granted 20 days to reach an agreement or a purse bid uh, will be at $150,000 as a minimum bid. Uh, Teofimo Lopez who uh, has said he uh, is going to retire, still officially the WBO junior welterweight champion. He has 24 hours to notify the WBO if he intends to keep the title. Otherwise, will become vacant, and the Ramirez-Barboza bout will determine the new champion. If Teofimo comes back, he will immediately – if comes back within a year, he will automatically become the mandatory challenger to the winner of Barbosa and uh, Jose Ramirez. Undefeated WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury and former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou will fight on October 28th in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, uh, to find out. I mean, they're calling it who is the baddest man on the planet. Uh, it's going to be a boxing match in a regulation boxing ring. Three judges, ten point must system, but yet. Um, we don't know if it's going to go on the record, so uh, that's still to be seen. I haven't heard one way or the other if this will be part of their uh, go on their records. And Ganu uh, and uh, the, but I don't think it's going to be for the WBC championship. So uh, uh, Francis and Ganu definitely does not deserve to be fighting for a world title in boxing. The WBA championship committees issued a new resolution, and they're going to be. Uh, doing a July 21st purse bid, probably like the 12th purse bid. I was actually at one of the purse bids at the WBA convention uh, between super champion Thamaroon Nyamtrong and Eric Rosa. They've been signed and sealed the fight several times. People can't get into countries. Fight's not happening, yada, yada, yada. So let's hope uh, Nyamtrong and Rosa finally get it on to crown a full WBA uh, minimum weight champion. Thompson Boxing's uh, founded by the late Ken Thompson will put on its last card on uh, July 24th. Kind of a sad day in boxing. Uh, my good friend Alex Campanovo, who's uh, basically run the company in terms of the boxing d- division, a great boxing guy. Uh, they've developed world champions, uh, Tim Bradley, uh, you know, fighters like Josecito Lopez, Mauricio Herrera, many others have come out of that boxing program, the Thompson Boxing, that have, uh, that have catapulted them into reg- uh, to, to world champions, world renowned names. Also, they have some of they've had a lot of great fights between, uh, you know, fighters in Southern California, a lot of the. A lot of good Hispanic fighters have come off of that series. It's a shame uh, that that uh, series is going to end on July 21st after 23 years. Uh, uh, it's uh, just it, it's, it's sad. You know, Alex, uh, like I say, is my good friend. Uh, uh, hashtag Alex, if you're watching this, it's an inside joke that me and have. Uh, so, but he'll land on his feet. He's one of the best boxing guys out there. So, uh, the final show will have pit Louis Lopez 13 2 and 1 against an opponent to name, be named later, as well as Georgia Costa 15 and 1 will also fight an opponent to be named later in a super featherweight contest. WBA, IBF, WBO heavyweight champion Alexander Usyk, 20 0 13 knockouts, will defend his 
fight uh, the uh, belts against the WBA regular champion Daniel Dubois. 19-1, 18 knockouts. That will take place in Warclaw, Poland. Uh, K2 Promotions uh, won the purse bid. And Poland, which is right next to the Ukraine, obviously with everything going on in the Ukraine, pretty tough to stage a world championship uh, or probably any type of athletic event, especially a world heavyweight title fight. Um, so... Uh, that fight will happen. Uh, an American a streaming partner is yet to be named. Uh, so as soon as we get that information, we will uh, pass that along. Undefeated, lightweight Raymond Muratala, 18-0-15 knockouts, will uh, be back in action as he takes on Diego Corre- uh, Torres. I almost called Corrales. Diego Torres, 17-0-16 knockouts. August 12th, that will be the co-feature for the Emmanuel Navarrete Oscar Valdez fight. In Glendale, Arizona, the one that Albert Bell said he's going to be ringside for, ringside for. Olympic silver medalist Richard Torres and Willie Jake Jr. will also be part of the ESPN broadcast on August the 12th. Heavyweight rivals Anthony Joshua and Dillian White will meet in a rematch on August the 12th. Be live on the zone and the zone pay per view in United Kingdom and Ireland. Joshua 25 and 3 and White uh, 29 and 3, 19 knockouts. Uh, Eight years ago, they almost they, they, they put on a terrific fight as they were both young pups in the boxing business. And now, um, obviously, with Joshua being a former multiple-time world champion, White uh, fought for the world title about a year and a half ago against um, Tyson Fury. So they will be back locking horns on August the 12th in in uh, the O2 Arena in London, England. Expect a good, good undercard as it's a pay-per-view event in Uh, like we said, in Ireland and in England. That's our show this week. I want to thank Stephen Torres and Albert Bell for stopping by next week. We're working on some uh, big-name guests. Uh, Going to start to get some guys, hopefully for the Spence, um, Terrence Crawford card on. uh, I'm calling to uh, somebody, uh, a big-name guest. So hopefully in the next next two shows, we will be uh, having some big big guests, and we will be in in, – Las Vegas for the big fight card on July 29th. So again, like thanks Stephen Torres, Albert Bell. We'll talk to one everyone next week on the Abrams Boxing Show.